with me, just being me. Somebody this morning on this line needs to understand that your self-worth isn't put in this world. It's not about this world. I like with what Pastor Mia prayed in her prayer about this country and about it not complaining about who he has put in charge of it or who he has allowed to be in charge of it because we walked firmly and boldly in God. We stand firmly and boldly in God. Our self-worth isn't about this world at all. Because this world can't give us nothing, nor can it take anything from us, as long as we are lined up with God. As long as we are realizing who we are in God, we are the righteousness of God. The word says that he made him who knew no sin to be sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God. So it's time that we set our minds, change our minds, to realize where our strength, well, our self-worth lies, and it lies in God, in the presence of God. And you learn that your self-worth lies in God when you line up with God. I talked to my baby girl the other day. She called me because we do uh, consecration every January, and I thank my apostle because that is something that he instilled in me when I was, like, firmly up under him before we, like, were assigned to second chance. And that's something that we at Second Chance carry on. And she called me, and her heart sounded hurt, and she said, Mimi, do you think that God is disappointed in me because I wasn't able to follow the fast the way it was? And I'm telling her, no, nah, no, God's not disappointed with you. He expects you to do what you are capable of. If you mess up in any area, you need to go ahead and get back into what you're doing don't give up on the fast. Don't just, well, I messed up, so I'm not going to do it anymore. No, pick up where you left off and go from there. But no, he's not disappointed in the fact that you're doing it. He's not going to down you. She, condemn, that's the word she used. You think God will condemn me for the parts that I wasn't able to hold out in the fast? And we have to get to the point where we realize that we are in the dispensation of grace. And we got to get to the point where we're, as a body or as religious people, we got to stop thinking that when we teach on grace, that it makes people feel like, okay, it's okay for me to sin. No, because at the end of the day, if you are really in God and you are really understanding what grace means, you have no desire to sin. Another thing I love about my apostle, we were talking one day about something, and I said, well, you know, if somebody does something wrong, their promises don't go away that God has given them. It just delays them. And he asked me, is that what you think? And I said, yeah, that's, that's what I think. And he said, it only does that if that's what you think. So we have to understand that we have to retrain our mind to believe what the word of God says. It says we are the righteousness of God. It says we are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. It says that when Jesus got upon the cross, died, rose again, went to hell, snatched the keys before he rose again, we are healed. Our bodies are healed. We don't have to walk around in sickness. We don't have to walk around poor. The word says that he has anointed us to preach the good news, the gospel. 
which is to the poor. What is better news to the poor than that you don't have to be have to retrain our minds to stand in the word of God and stand on his promises and realize our self-worth isn't about me. It's not about anything I do because my righteousness does not come from me. My glory does not come from me. It comes from God through the blood of Jesus. And once we get to the point where we realize that, we'll realize we're the king's kids. God is the king. I use the example to my children all the time. The royals in England don't worry about where they're going to live, what they're going to eat, whether they have a house payment. My, my grandma's the queen. I ain't worried about that stuff. Well, they feel that way. How much bolder should we be in that? Because our father is the king of kings. He is the lord of lords. He owns everything in this earth, everything above the earth, and everything under the earth. He runs this. Not you, not me, not your boss, not your cousin, not your dog. God runs this. And we got to start realizing that we are his children. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. He meets our needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. He supplies every one of them. So if he supplies our needs and he's our shepherd, we shall not want. We need to come to grips with what our true self-worth is as the children of God, as the reigning true royalty of this earth, because we reign first in heaven. We are joint heirs with Christ. We sit at the right hand of the Father with Christ. So I beseech you today, get in your words, start studying, start meditating, start speaking with God. And come to realize what your worth is in him. Father God, I just thank you and I praise you, Lord Jesus, for this word that you've given unto me and given unto your people, that we might realize who we are in you, that we are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We are your children, God, and there's nothing too hard for you. And we can realize that if we seek you, your word says that we seek you early while you might be found. So we are here on the prayer line this morning, God, diligently seeking you for direction, for guidance, for understanding, God, of what you would have to do, how we may be pleasing unto you and a blessing in this world, God, because we're in but we're not of it. So help us to walk boldly in our authority in you, knowing that we are yours. We are bought with a price. And that price was Jesus' life on the cross. And he rose that we might reign with him beside you. Help us to understand that. Send us out this day, God, with victory in our hearts, knowing I'm God's child. But God loves me. No matter what's going on in my life, God loves me. He's there for me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm not trying to be happy because happiness is based on circumstances. But I want to walk in your joy, Father. Holy Spirit, teach me how to worship and fellowship with the Father, that I might understand who I am in heavenly places. Because once I realize who I am in heavenly places, I'll know who I am here on this earth. 
what my place is, what my purpose is, and how I raise. I thank you and I praise you, God, for your glory, for your honor, and your praise this day for each and every person on this line. Have your will and have your way. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Well, bless the Lord, saints. That's the word of the Lord. Know yourself, worried. Hey, listen, the word of God is strong. What grabs my heart is Psalms 139. That's hit it. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. So, beloved, know who we are. You are children of the Most High God. That's a lesson. This is your Apostle Keith Brooks. And, beloved, I want you to understand that God loves us all. Today is the day that he has made, so rejoice in it. And listen, I want you to pray one for another. Pray for our leaders. Pray again for our country. Pray for our law enforcement. I tell you, things are going rackety all over the world. But we know a king that sits high and yet looks low. Tell Thursday morning, tell a neighbor friend, let's get on the prayer line. Let's talk to God our Father together, and let's worship God with each other. Hey, God bless you. I'm asking you to have a blessed day. Press your way in it. Rejoice. Throw your hands up and give him glory. It's your possible books. I'm out. God bless you.